Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. Turn the volume up. It's the Bobby Eaton Show. Hello world, good afternoon, good evening, hey, wherever you're at on the globe, welcome to the Bobby Eaton Show. This is where we tell our stories our way out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, baby. So, hey, we do a lot of things over here in the community, Black on Black Community Radio. Again, Black on Black Community Radio, blackity, blackity, black, that's what we do over here. So, the number you can dial is 646 646- 716-5525 And don't forget to press that one button I'm going to give it to you again So you can go around and tell your family member Tell a friend 646-716-5525 And we're out of Black Wall Street Tulsa, Oklahoma So we're going to have a good Hey, we got a great show today Francine Johnson, candidate for Board of Education Tulsa Public Schools District 2 I said again, Tulsa Public Schools District 2, her along with, hey, the one and only Miss Joyce Williams, she's in the house, and we're going to have some fun. We're going to be talking about some issues that need to be talked about. So uh, we want you to, I'm going to play something right quick, and then we're going to come back with uh, Francine and Joyce. So you stick around. Go tell your family members. Go tell your friends. Driving through the country on a lazy afternoon, or you watching your children playing after school. They seem to be. So unaware of, I know, I know, the things that they'll soon have to take care of. We've got to do something, yeah, to save the children. Soon it will be their turn to try and save the world Right now they seem to play such a small part of Right at the heart of my little Tommy 
said he wants to be a farmer. And little Mary, she said she got to teach school. You're back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Marsha Francine Johnson Campbell. Campbell. Come on. I had to get that all out of there. You know. And also known as Get close to that mic right there. Also known as Faida Faida Freedom on Facebook. Okay. And Faida, if you ever see me pinning poetry, stories, or doing artwork. Okay, that's what it is. Yes. Uh, great, great. Joyce Williams. In the house. Mama Williams in the house. In the house. You know, stranger over here. You've been over here before. Yes. And uh, you're working as her campaign manager, right? I am whatever I need to be. Okay, whatever. It don't matter. It, huh? it don't mean, you know, I'm not a person of titles. Uh-huh, I, uh-huh. I say we need to get the work done. We got a lot of folks concerned about titles. Yeah, you do. But we, I, I'm not one of them. You're kind of like me. I'm not yeah, concerned about I, that hey, either. Get, so. get the work done. Right, get the work done. Get That's the work done. Miss uh, Francine, I'm at least going to call you that. I've That's been knowing fine. you all my life, basically. Yes. And uh, we grew up with uh, civil rights fathers mm-hmm. in the movement and stuff like that. Tell our audience, for those who don't know about you and don't know you, you're from Tulsa. Yes. And where did you go to school? Well, I went to Charles S. Johnson Elementary School, which was the old Booker T. Washington High School. And the interesting thing about going to school there is uh, the teachers who did not want to go over to the new Booker T. Washington over on, I think, Trent, is it Trent? Woodrow. 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 On mm-hmm. Woodrow. The teachers who didn't want to move stayed at the old Booker T. Washington, and those were, we had quite a few high school teachers who stayed to teach elementary school, so we had a very sound, liberal education that prepared us to for high school. We had speech, we had drama, we had music theory, music, industrial arts, and engineering. We had... Uh, for science teachers who were high school science teachers, so our exposure was very thorough, and education was not medi- mediocre at all. And this this was pre uh, civil pre uh, pre integration. Mm, this was before integration. Oh, desegregation, as they they said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, back in the day, huh? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the teachers that I that taught me in elementary school were the teachers who lived on the corner. Who oh, yeah. your in your neighborhood where yeah. you couldn't do nothing bad. Right. Yeah. Distant cousins removed a couple of times. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah. So you were you're you were expected to get to be the best that you could be in the classroom. That's so. true. That's true. And but you grew up there mm-hmm. during that at, at during that time. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the in the section known as Deep Greenwood, in that area. Somebody said, You didn't grow up on Deep Greenwood. Well, I was at Eastern and Greenwood and that to me that was Deep Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of that, you know, a lot of people don't know, and you know, Greenwood and Archer was an area really not to go down to <laughs> at one time. 
Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, I'm just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. It was a place that when you went down on Greenwood, they said, don't go down there on Greenwood and Archer. That's, mm-hmm. that's deep Greenwood. A lot of activity was taking place down there. Oh, and Greenwood and Archer, if you tell the truth, yes. it was taking, you know, taking place down there. So they used to tell me when I was a little boy going down Greenwood, well, you can go to the Rex Theater, mm-hmm. you know, down on this court. You can go to Latimer's Barbecue down on this end, mm-hmm. you know, and on down. You can go over to the Brickyard. You can go to King Park, mm-hmm. you know. So there's certain places that you can go. They let you, you got to go to the Brickyard? Yeah, I we, passed by the Brickyard all the time. Okay, you didn't play in, in the Brickyard? No, did we you? didn't play. We would go in there and... You there know, was a boundary. There was a boundary, yeah. Oh, well, we would go under the fence and go in there and play in the uh-huh. in the pond with the uh, tap holes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I did that, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went some t- you remember? T- yeah, okay, I remember. Okay. Yeah, I did some of that, you know. <laughs> we would throw bricks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you might have been there when we were having some of those battles but with the people on top of the hill. Could have been back there. Yeah, but when you when you talk about deep Greenwood and don't go down there, that was during the time when people were basically trying to survive. You know, the was it still were there still businesses? Because you know, I, I've come here from Washington D.C. Right in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, in the sixties, I I, I I kind of was down on Greenwood at the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, office apart with uh, Wilbur Brown. I came oh. from Langston because, you know, I was a member of the Panther Party, and that was the um, closest one mm-hmm. um, that I was aware of, so I would come up here on some Saturdays and meet mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But um, but there was still a, a closeness in that, still a network in that. Always a community. It's never been Always. divided. Right, right. So it wasn't danger, danger. It was just certain areas you just didn't go down. You never skated at the Dreamland Theater? Because when I was a kid, we roller skated in there. I didn't roller skate there at the Dreamland Theater. You know, I I, I did the Rex and I did all some other places down there on Greenwood, Mm -hmm. but uh, didn't go to the Dreamland. I used to pass back, go by there, and we'd be snooping and stuff, you Mm -hmm. know. And all that, but never skated up in yeah, there. Yeah, they removed all the seats and mm-hmm. flattened Everything. the floor, and we would rent the skates, and I yeah. couldn't roll a skate. Yeah. But, oh, that was one of my pastimes yeah. in yeah. D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, uh, we talk a lot about Greenwood these days, mm-hmm. Black Wall Street. We talk about it a lot, mm-hmm. but, you know, we forget about Lansing. Yeah. I don't forget about. I don't think I mean, say, I'm just saying. Well, the majority of people right. don't even know the history of Lansing, which was just as thriving as Greenwood. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you had the Regal Theater down mm-hmm. there, hotels, uh, motels, barbershops, pool halls, and all that on Business. Lansing. Well, urban Re- when I got to town, Urban Renewal had just really knocked it down. Really urban removal. Urban removal had totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, take decimated Lansing for sure. Oh yeah, Lansing don't have any history you know, on that, it at all. But, you know, luckily Bells and some of those other places, Rallas, Fat Burgers, mm-hmm. and those things were still down down mm-hmm. in the area. But but you know, urban removal and and urban and, removal and, and and why education is so important, which we're gonna get to at some point. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower and his highway system mm-hmm. that came crashing through mm-hmm. the community purposely, purposely throughout, yeah, because they were throughout at, the nation. Yeah, that was designed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there were nation. conversations with the powers that be mm-hmm. when they were planning it that they should have put the 
northern end of the inner dispersal loop over the railroad cor- mm-hmm. transportation corridor. And they chose not to do that because then they would tear the heart. They knew that they were tearing the heart mm-hmm. out of the out of the community. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, well, meaningful they it was. did it anyway. That was, they? That's what they did. But that, <laughs> that, exactly that was by design yeah, throughout well, the nation. Throughout the nation. Throughout the nation. That's, throughout the nation. That's I true. mean, from one city and state, from one end to the next, mm-hmm. north, south, east, and west, mm-hmm. you know, that that occurred. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's been painful because we still live with those, that trauma. That has taken place we, Right to this day oh. We still live with that And that's a, a way of life for us In a certain areas of our lives Right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma Oh, Sure, mm-hmm. I mean I was traumatized To look and see that You know, you took some pride in the name of the businesses Being up oh, on sure. Greenwood And now you have an entity That has decided to take Those names of those businesses On Greenwood down Yeah, I that's heard about that here recently They just mm-hmm. took where it says Remembering, mm-hmm. like they took that all that listing of all those businesses. Yeah, that's off. almost like a slap in the face. That is a slap mm-hmm. in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like you, that's no different than them putting a the freeway through the same. Greenway. Same thing. You're it's erasing. You're erasing history. history. It's you're the erasing. Same thing. But that's you know, in understanding the whole concept of neo-colonialism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it still exists. But I digress. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can pull together, and uh, we know we're upon a centennial that's going to take place here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 2021. You know, and, you know, that's fine, but I think if you go down there, you need to be going down there with a purpose, Mm -hmm. you know, for going down there, not just to go down there to party or celebrate and booty pop and uh, eat food and just festival kind of thing. I think you should go down there first. Get education, get some knowledge of what took place down there. Take your children down there and tell, hey, Johnny, now this is where, this is the Dreamland Theater, and blah, blah. Give them some history and give them some education. But there, <laughs> therein lies the problem, Bobby. Um, when you, if you have, what's the African proverb? Don't let the lion tell the, I mean, don't let the hunter tell the lion's story. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about getting history, you know, and it's not really built into the fabric of everything, and and we as a community haven't um, shored up a system of of uh, telling our stories and and recognizing and and so many of our our elders, which I'm an elder myself, but even the elder I'm elders, elder too. The, the elder elders are getting away from us, and we you know have got to get those those stories down you know you know when you look at it and you know i'm a grandpa yeah you know i got babies and stuff one of my one of my little babies had a birthday today yeah you know and well as we age and the elders aboard the elder elders like you say that are above us they they're passing on mm-hmm. they're dying on off and passing on off and uh you can look i was looking at um uh our elected officials and the ages of our elected officials who are in there right now. And I'm saying, wow, now Don Ross and them was that age too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When they was in office, you know, so, wow, we, we moving on, you know, Maxine and Don, they was mm-hmm. on the same ages. So mm-hmm. it's telling me something. Yeah. Now I'm older than our elected officials, right. you know. Right. <laughs> so but you, you've got uh, to, they, 
they, when you mentioned Don, Don was a different type of an elective official. Oh, most, you know, definitely, most definitely. Don didn't pull any punches, mm-hmm. and he knew what his role was. And he, well, he pulled, he punched. He punched. He came he punched, out and he said what was on his mind and he what he felt. Spoke truth. Mm-hmm. He spoke truth and truly advocated, mm-hmm. and you okay. didn't see. Mm-hmm. You, I, mm-hmm. I digress. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just talking. We're going to get into the educational part mm-hmm. of it either. But one particular reason why he was like that is that he he was schooled by people like your daddy, Homer Johnson, yes. and my daddy, them over there in that barbershop. That's right. And Bernard McIntyre, right. and all them were Melvin con- Porter. They were they were they, were, they would congregate. I remember as a little boy, all of those iconic black men would be over in that barbershop. Talking that talk, strategizing, strategizing to to uh, protest at Borden's cafeteria and, mm. and the school oh, board mm-hmm. and all of that. We go, you know, Eugene Harris, all that, all that. Well, mm-hmm. Eugene wasn't in there too much, but it was. Mm-hmm. I'm telling, I'm talking about the the hardcore guys, right? The ones, you know, right. I'm talking I'm talking about the ones who got locked up and mm-hmm. got through in them paddy right. wagons. And now Eugene didn't, didn't get there. Mm-hmm. He was just overmoting, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I mm-hmm. knew him. My mother worked there 30 years, right? But I'm just saying. Those hardcore Don Rosses and Homer Johnsons right. and Bobby Eaton Seniors and Billy, uh, Billy Roundtree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ray Freeman's mm-hmm. and all of them, man, they was, you know, that was I, a crew. Percy Perry. That was a crew. And that was all of them was in there. Are you talking about some, that was a crew. And they, and they didn't play. They did not play. You know, and I and, came here, I came here, you know, I'm really... I came here initially in the 70s, went back to school and came back, Mm -hmm. then went to KU to school some more Mm -hmm. and came back and thought I was going to, um, you know, dialogue with with, uh, Homer Johnson and show off what I knew and all that and got really schooled. Well, actually before that, because I was familiar with Homer because he came out to Mm -hmm. Langston. We Mm -hmm. brought him out to Langston Mm -hmm. to um, Mm -hmm. the Black Student Union Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. and... um, there's nothing in this community that is of any value that you can look at or put your hands on if they haven't shut it down. Mm-hmm. That Homer Johnson have. and that crew that you mentioned. Tennessee Perriman mm-hmm. and uh, Lorraine Haynes. Oh, and, yes. And Miss Vera Pittman. Miss Pittman, Miss Midget. Miss Shirley Scoggins. Absolutely. Shirley Scoggins. Come on now. Yes. Yes. I know them. You know, Mabel Rice and all yes. of them in our community. Oh, Miss Mabel Right. Yeah, yeah. You cannot at Miss Mabel Wright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there were so many iconic oh, people in mm-hmm. the community during that time mm-hmm. and during that day. So, you know, the good thing about those people is they could put out fires without having to call the police. That's people. right. They could just, hey, man, so-and-so beating up on his wife down the yeah, street. Right. On, and them Negroes get in their car and they go down there and stop that and take care of that business. And then the preachers and pastors were so accessible. Mm-hmm. Back then, you can go put your hands on Chappelle, Webb, mm-hmm. B.S. Roberts, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ben Hill, mm-hmm. and all them. You can put your hands on them. Jake now, you, now you got to make an appointment and all that to see them. Yes, because I do mm-hmm. remember the churches used to take care of us in yes, the summertime. It was all yes. about the it churches. School, when school ended in, in May, you went straight to the church for vacation Bible, Bible school. Study, right. Well, and, and so you continued to 
to do what you were doing, learning and comprehending. And doing what you were and doing. Somebody and somebody supervising. Fact, and in fact, how did many of us learn to public speak if it wasn't for those verses that you had to do on a regular basis? There was always something mm-hmm. that you had to do. There was a network system. Well, it was, a, it, was a, it was a community. Yeah. See, and, the community was the community. Yeah. It wasn't like it is now. Everybody knew your neighbors. You knew everything. You down the street, you knew who everybody was. You knew the cars that was coming down the street, mm-hmm. everybody waving and stuff like that. You didn't even have to lock your doors on your cars or your houses at one point mm-hmm. back in the day. But now things have changed. 2020, we're in a whole new technical age. Everything is technology. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's just a whole different thing. And everybody schooled the children. Everybody. And I remember because now you can't you you, been you tell somebody your baby's up on the roof and mm-hmm. they might hurt themselves and they're, they're where they shouldn't be. They get angry with you. But mm-hmm. we but we but, but, lost that. So yeah, we, we have. have gotten away from yeah, because you talk about their babies when, and I'm constantly telling people that it's not their babies; it's our babies. These are our babies. But yeah. those, that was, those parents those, don't want it to be our babies. babies. They want it to just be the my or, baby. The orientation has yeah. been there because mm-hmm. we have been so mm-hmm. isolated, right. and, mm-hmm. and 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 well, and as yeah. long as we mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. with that isolation, right? And as as you see mm-hmm. with with um. Well, well, Francine, you've been in the school system. Miss Williams, you work in the school system. You see how some of these parents react when you pick up the phone and call them about their child, right? And they come up to that school and almost chew you out in some cases. I I, I, I volunteer at the school. I I, I work, but it's paidless work, so let's not get it kind of twisted because I'm more of a volunteer. You volunteer. I, I volunteer. Uh, and have up until this corona situation, which we'll talk about along yeah. the lines. But the, the fact of the matter, a lot, a lot of what happens is, you know, perceptions on what people expect when they're coming. Um, you have to look at the role media has played in our development. We 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 got so many people looking at these reality shows where it's glorified. Now, no other, you don't see that a whole lot of that with other other uh, ethnic groups or cultures. Well, but with our culture, what's glorified is 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 these okay, um, we, these um, right, reality right. shows. Okay, I'm gonna help you with this because this is something that we talk about all the time. Yeah. You you got all these reality shows mm-hmm. now. It affects, by design. It, it by design. The love and hip hop and all of that type of stuff mm-hmm. and Jerry Springer and all of these type of negative content shows that come on. You know which. Young people embrace that mm-hmm. because they can see it well, at their fingertips. It but becomes, at the same time, it becomes the new normal. Well, it's normal, and they think that because a lot of what we had in our network system no longer exists, mm-hmm. and that's how they're getting their cues and but, their lessons. But Miss Joyce, at uh-huh. the same time, there's another element on TV that kills our seniors. Now, yeah. kill. I'm gonna help you with this. Mm-hmm. That help that kills our. You know what we do, seniors. We wake up in the morning, we make a cup of coffee. You know, everybody gonna get their coffee. They're yeah. gonna get their coffee. We're gonna cut on the TV and we're gonna watch the prices right. We're gonna watch Judge Mathis. We're gonna watch all the, the judges. And, and, and then we gonna we gonna go to the grocery store, grab something to eat, you know, grab some come back and cook, <laughs> you know, and stay in the house and some of us some of them watch uh 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 cowboy movies and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. That's a whole nother cycle so which it which it separates us 
for my youth well, because that, we're not on the same but page. That, but I think all. what happened with the separation of the youth from the elders is when they, uh, I'm going to go back to the crack epidemic. When well, that crack was dropped on us, we the children lost. A, a lot of the guidance, you know, to be raised by your grandparents when grandparents has your cousins and all of the, mm-hmm. everybody's in well, the house and you are, that generation I, I, was traumatized. I think at least you, the I ones, you, I at least you, the ones I taught. I think you're right about this. Music had, when we had music, we were singing about life and love and mm-hmm. just having a good time with our music. Mm-hmm. And then all the of a sudden, went, then the industry changed, and hip hop came in, mm-hmm. and rap came in, and what ended Gangsta up happening? Rap. Uh, LL Cool J and all them was cool, and, and playing Curtis Blow and all mm-hmm. them. They was cool playing basketball. That was cool rap. But when gangster rap and NWA came in, uh, in N word with attitude and crack came into the scene, and they were well, making that cash like money. The new, new Jack City it, it, that wasn't that. by accident. Though. No, that was that by was, design. That was by design. And, and, sure. and in fact, because if you look at that era, era when when there was talk about kill the police, they got that crap off the air very quickly. Well, they moved that off because that, that was a disturbance. Didn't, they didn't wait, they didn't wait, but they didn't waste any time. No, they didn't. When, when, when that was on. Mm-hmm. But in terms of them talking about, if I can say it, bitches and hoes and mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, that continues to this day. Oh, it you exists know? to this day. So and, when you're and, systematically, the folks, and the end folks mm-hmm. and all of that. You you're know? systematically controlled by what was imp- implanted in your community mm-hmm. systematically. Mm-hmm. Because when Mr. when Mr. Westmeyer got this cocaine mm-hmm. and he hooks up with Pookie and say, Look here, you bring me back twenty five thousand dollars off this key, off this key of cocaine, and Pookie takes it and he cuts it up and he weighs it on a scale and he packages it up. Oh no, he did some chemistry. He did some chemistry. Yeah, he cooked it. Mathematician chemistry. There you go. That's what I was leading to. That's what I'm leading to. But 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 the thing that happened was poison. Well, it was poison, you know. But poison. let's but let's not forget, you know, during our era, we had the heroin and and the and the other stuff too. But but the what the we impact, had the impact but of we, it was but we but what we had we had our school system, we had our our communities, we had our churches, we had a network system mm-hmm. that has been lost. Um, and and somehow we have to figure out a way where we can um, well this thing. You know back, the, the back school together. system. The school system was bought. It was bought. They destroyed your castles. Booker yes. T was a castle here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Carver was a castle. Mm-hmm. Anderson was a castle, which fed Booker T. Washington. Well, but when integration yeah. came in, now when integration came in, they took you back. that's what that's what did it. The white people said, if our kids got to go to Booker T., we're going to put money into it. We're going to make it a... a, a well, but and, then, and the people across the street from Booker T. can't even go to school there. Yeah, and yeah, uh, They destroyed uh, it. They destroyed it. But... But and it's all—it's it's by design. All, it's all by design. But, and if you, you know, and if you want to do some research on on it, because there's there are a num- number of research pieces that really address that. Derek Bell, you know, the late Derek Bell attorney, has a uh, um, who did much of the research for and much of the legal stuff with uh, Thurgood Marshall, 
um, and Charles Houston um, has a book out called Broken Covenant mm-hmm. and talks about that whole that whole that whole process. I mean, of education. Of, right. Yeah, because he, yeah, it's you when know, when it's, you can even go back to Reconstruction when after after uh, the emancipation, education was the only thing we 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 really got our a foothold on to was education because they believed that okay. we believed that education was the way to make sure that we were not idle and that we would find meaningful means to be productive and take care of ourselves. And an excellent book for it, that is Charles Anderson's um, mm-hmm. education of, uh, um, from 18, I think 1835 or 65 on mm-hmm. up to 1935. And that was the like only that. thing we got out of it was it, good and, educational institutions out of the uh, Reconstruction era. And, and see, and the other thing about it was, I mean, and I know we're shooting a lot of different areas, mm-hmm. but there, the, the, uh, American Teachers Association, which was the black teachers, not the National Education Association, mm-hmm. but the, the American Teachers Association, which was the one that all of the black teachers belonged to. They had strategies and, 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 um, um, and and means for continuing to make sure our kids were educated. Mm-hmm. And when and when uh, and, and there's another good book too, uh, the Lost Education of Horace Tate. And there's a sister that's got a number of books out. Valerie Siddle Walker, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. Barbara. Yeah, it's, it's so much information it, it, that you it, it can get. It is get. so much, but, so I mean, much you but, but you have to, you know, but you have you, you have to look and see what happened. But what mm-hmm. happened during that process when they were doing the education, when they started doing doing making forcing these people to integrate and and to you know to mm-hmm. to, to disseminate information, what they did, they did, they took your best. They always have and, done that, and, and they still that's the system. Yeah, and they still, um, mm-hmm. but but the teachers still, as long as they could, would would um, before they start taking over the curriculum development mm-hmm. and all right, of that, right. um, they mm-hmm. would they would um, mm-hmm. make sure that 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 um, mm-hmm. uh, they were able to to do what they were all supposed to do. And in fact, a Karen Pittman yeah. here, who was the principal at mm-hmm. um, Academy Central for years. Um, kept that school really going in tip-top shape because even though there was a, a strategy coming that, that she's supposed to use from 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 uh, the service center, they made sure that what was necessary for our kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was carried mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Okay, Francine, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. look here, I got a question. You're running for school board uh, district two. Yes. What's your platform? What 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 do you what do you have? Uh, you know, you and Miss Joyce is running. You know, y'all working this thing. What do you have? Well, I know as a, as a school board member, your first uh, order of business is fiduciary to the, meaning you're responsible financially that to see that the district operates and provides for your constituency in your district. So my constituency. Um, Includes a very diverse population of students, much like Tulsa Public what, Schools. Do you know the percentage? Uh, 30, 37% Hispanic, uh, Latinx, mm-hmm. 23% African American. So Hispanics out to us. Oh, out to yeah. everyone. Mm-hmm. 23% African American, 23% his, uh, white, 10% mm-hmm. 
Native? No, no. Natives are not 10% multiracial. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 5% Native American uh, and 2% Asian Pacific, Pacific Islanders. Oh, really? Yes. So we have such a, a diverse population in Tulsa Public Schools, mm-hmm. and District 2 is one of those very diverse districts. Now, now you talk about District 2. Can, mm-hmm. can you outline what District 2 is? Do you have a, yeah, a way of, uh, is it all the way over to Admiral or back over uh, to, to, you know? Where they've the, got it sort of gerrymandered a little bit. They did, did a bunch of gerrymandering, and it goes as far west as Tisdale, but it only goes from Pine, uh, Pine to uh, right up to Reservoir Hill. Going west, circle. He- heading yeah. west. Well, yeah, from west is the furthest west is Tisdale. It's Tisdale Freeway. Mm-hmm. Tisdale, yeah, the mm-hmm. expressway. Expressway, rather. And then it goes around. Um, it goes around Reservoir Hill. Then it goes up uh, MLK. Well, it's not even. Oh, goes east on MLK to Greenwood, Greenwood Garrison. Then it goes up to Apache, then it goes Apache over and grabs the Booker T over to Lewis. Mm-hmm. Then it goes back south to Pine, then Pine all the way to Memorial, Memorial to. It 11, goes out to Memorial, out to Memorial, Memorial. Mm. and then it goes back south to Eleventh Street. Uh, goes around the to the expressway. It doesn't go to Eleventh Street until it uh, gets to Yale, and then it then uh, goes. Down um, Yale to 11th Street, 11th Street from Yale to Peoria, and then it meanders to the uh, interdispersal loop. Mm-hmm. And so it incorporates Booger T, the secondary, and this is one of my primary concerns is at secondary schools Booger T, Washington, Will Rogers High School, Carver Middle School are all located in District 2, and the district has no community schools for secondary. People that live and reside, live in those areas, reside in those areas. Their schools are associated with um, other schools outside of the district. That's what prompted me to run, because I live in District 2, and I, but my, my uh, county assessment documents List McLean High School lists the property associated with my my community. I thought school. that was District Three. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And I went to go vote in District Three election, and my poll was closed. And it was closed because there, the uh, district position went unopposed. Mm-hmm. And so I gave Amy Shelton a call, and she never bothered to return me return my call. And then she quit shortly thereafter, and then they appointed someone. Wester. Yeah, Wester. And then she did not, she decided not to run. And um, so now there's my position. I have two um, two opposing uh, opponents. Opponent. Who are they? Uh, Judith Barber and Teresa, Teresa. Hinman. Mm-hmm. And, um, have they been in the school system or anything uh, like that? No. And they're very young. Um, I, I think Judith came from out from another community in uh, California. And oh, then, she, she really don't know about it. Huh? You know, she doesn't know the history. The history. She mm-hmm. doesn't know the history of this of the community and mm-hmm. how the, the uh, 
changing Booker T. Washington and Carver into magnet schools has impacted the communities. And then uh, Theresa is Native American. She's a Muscogee tribe, but so am I. Mm-hmm. You know, I represent. I'm pulling my card out too. Well, you got your yeah, card too. Yeah, she's a card carrying. I'm a card carrying. Good Native American. Got been that here, card in the been pocket, here huh? since 1832. Mm-hmm. So you get those yeah. benefits, huh? Oh, a little bit. A little bit. A little uh-huh. bit. Well, not anymore since I turned 65. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine if I wanted to, I could. Yeah, so, you probably could. Mm-hmm. You know, why not get them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go get them. And uh, so District Two. Is is a very small. It was really really small. But the students in this district, they will attend McLean. They some of them go to Central. They go to Nathan Hale. They go to East Central. And if they can get into the other schools, if they can get into Booker T. Washington, they they get in there. But it's not. It's hard to get in there. It's hard to get in there. They get to go to Rogers if they live close to Rogers. Yeah, they can they can get yeah, in there. Yeah, because it's a, the lottery system give some preferential uh, treatment to people living near Rogers and in, clo- and in close proximity. Mm-hmm. But they, if they get in trouble at Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, they come to McLean or they go to East Central. Uh, Why do they send all, they say, because I've been out to McLean several times and, and I talked to the principal and people out there, teachers out there. I've been out there several, a few times and had conversation. And they say they send the uh, children who are in trouble in other schools, they send them to McLean. Is that true? Well, we've got, we've had people who um, had to leave Rogers for sure. And go to McLean to go to McLean. And I don't know that we get them just because they give them, you know, that's where they send them. I think we get a lot of the children because that's where their residence may be. Mm-hmm. It's like, my home is near Booker T. Washington. If my child, my uh, child was attending one of the any other school and got in trouble, they would have to go to what they call their home school, and that's that uh, county Avalorant uh, assessment where your home address lists your home school. So that's automatic. Mm-hmm. Get in trouble, you're going to your home school. Your home school. Your home school. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Uh, about McLean, because you taught out at McLean. Mm-hmm. I taught at McLean for 13 years. 13 years of mm-hmm. McLean. Mm-hmm. Has it flipped over to Hispanic now? Or uh, is it on the on the edge of flipping over to Hispanic? It's, I think it's on the edge of flipping. and, and as It's the, a close ride right now, huh? Yes, it is. It mm-hmm. is. That's what I heard. I mean, yeah. I've been told that. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's a close ride. Uh, it's going to be a predominantly before long be a predominantly Hispanic school. Yes, probably will. Mm. And that's good. It's not any. I don't have any problem with the fact. No, no, that no it's, I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, I don't but, have no problem with. It. I'm just saying. Wow, it's funny how schools change. Mm-hmm. Well, Booker T changed. But you, you have know. to look at the, the the cultural aspect of it in terms of you know quite a few of the Hispanic population are Catholic. And and mm-hmm. um, and as in um, a lot of, of of those cultures, even our culture, mm-hmm. um, if you if you're Catholic and you know you're told not to use birth control or you 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 you, you know you have more you have more children, mm-hmm. you know, and we did at one point, but you know somehow things have kind of 
I think, you know, black love has been divided and we're not loving one another, black male and a black female, mm-hmm. not really loving each other no more like they used to because, yeah. you know, it's just a great divide, right? Just a down the middle well, divide. Well, I'm going to go back, I'm gonna go back to, divide. yeah, by design. By and, design. I'll, yeah. and I'm going to go back to that same district, too, mm-hmm. when my daughter was in in middle school getting ready to transition, we were divided. Uh, my mouth over near B.C. Franklin Park mm-hmm. and you go down Wheeling and up towards the town square on one side of the street the children went to Memorial the and other outside. side of the street they went to Nathan Hale down on the corner they went to Rogers how can you expect love when high school is where you begin to be formulate, on, formulate okay. those long term relationships, relationships. And, uh, and rivalries Mm-hmm. You know, because Booker T, you going to Booker? I know I went to Central, but I know the fight song for Booker T. Washington, mm-hmm. rah, everybody rah, for Hornet, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so I had a sense of community. My sense of community was Booker T. Washington, even though I went to Central. It was a castle. It was a castle. It was a pillar of the community. <laughs> it was a pillar of the community. I mean that that was just. I mean that was automatic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. when you were coming up. It was all about Booger T. Mm-hmm. You know, Booger, it was everything was about my mama went to Booger T, my uncles went to their cousins, the community went to Booger T. Even before Central was built, or McLean was, you know, was what McLean used to be all white. Yes, it, yeah. it was all white school, you know. So, but it was all about Booger T, mm-hmm. Booger T football, Booger T this community game packed a Friday night. Booger T, Booger T, Booger T. Hijinks were like Motown Review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know I would so? go to the Booger mm-hmm. T games and it was like, that's where we would go for football. But I'm going to tell you though, Central had a good basketball oh, team. Y'all had the and best. We, had, we had the brothers was shooting the hoops. And, Man, y'all had one of the best and, basketball and, teams. When Central came along, mm-hmm. you know, and it would have been around for a long time, but, but before Central, Central was all white. Yeah, mm-hmm. downtown. At one time, it was downtown, all mm-hmm. white. Mm-hmm. Booker T was all black. You only had two feeder, feeder schools that fed Booker T, Carver and Anderson. Yes. Those were the two that fed Booker T. And you know? Snake Creek. Well, oh. Snake Creek, yeah. not, not Booker T. Oh, yeah, people, the, people, did, people from Snake people, Creek went to Booker T. But they lived day. here. They probably. lived here. Okay. See, but they were Snake Creek people. If you people. live, if, if they were, that well, the, people the from kids people, had, had, that the black students that no, they weren't. They, no. they didn't get bused in. No, they didn't get bust. No, they, they probably did, got they, tr- they, transported. They got, I don't know about being. Well, I, mean, I don't know about bus. I, I don't know about no bus coming from Snake Creek coming all the way to Tulsa no. and dropping them off at Booker No, Beach. I'm not talking about bus like that. But it was my understanding that when before integration, mm-hmm. those students that were out there had to come come to Booker T. Well, Where they had that? a Booker T out in Sand Springs too. See, you guys don't know about that Booger T. There was a Booger T. Washington out in Sand Springs. Off, pecan, off a pecan or somewhere? Somewhere out that way. Yeah. It was one out there. Now, they may have had something in interaction mm-hmm. with that one. But I just know the community was Booger T. Washington High School. Mm-hmm. You know, if you play sports at Anderson or Carver, the coaches was already looking at you to come to Booger T. Mm-hmm. When you got to Booger T, the teachers were so good mm-hmm. and so strict about what you couldn't do nothing wrong, everybody, and plus they had uh, home economics, the girls, the women learn how to cook, 
They have mechanics where you can work on cars and learn how to become a wood shop, mm-hmm. building, those, but well, they took home, all the home economics, home economics where you learn how to right. write checks oh, and right. have to create all right, right, exactly. and all Mama Baton and them used to teach all that stuff and they mm-hmm. took all that stuff out of there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow. Yeah, and, they, and then they did have their uh Talented tenth programs where people at Booker T coming out in the sixties were in Mensa and learning oh, two yeah. and three mm-hmm. languages coming oh out goodness. of high school. Yeah, now you're going, going deep, even deeper. Yeah, they were yeah. they were preparing children for college and careers. Careers. And they did it very well. And one of the things that I think that's different between what's going on now in education and then is that teachers were there for the long haul. Teachers and, believed in teaching. And, and, and they were not going anywhere. You wasn't a, like a, a revolving door where every three years you got a new teacher. No. Well, another thing I think has made a difference since I have been, um, I think, all across the country for the most part, but especially since my time here, is that there was a time when teachers developed their curriculum. They knew what they had to teach. You knew what was expected. They were expected to learn and they developed their curriculum, Mm -hmm. um, their, their student groupings and, um, uh, and their pace. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and you, there was no such thing as a child that could not learn. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, but that was teacher's, developing their curriculum. Mm-hmm. But now you've got teachers getting their directives from the service center that um, has the curriculum and programs that they, they must use, the ZERN, the, the, all of these other type of uh, programs mm-hmm. that are structured with the workbooks mm-hmm. uh, for teachers. You know, so the teachers really uh, pretty and we're not even we, we're not even speaking about what mm-hmm. this corona uh, pandemic has done to no. that process. That's a whole nother. That's, that's, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But but um, if if teachers are rope rope what is it the rope me- mechanism for teaching and and that's what you're expecting of of children and the, you're not expecting them to be critical thinking. You're not expecting them to be questioning if you don't understand their culture mm-hmm. and that's red black white mm-hmm. yellow purple uh middle income lower income what whatever if you don't understand the culture and the language mm-hmm. you know the language that um uh variable that that that's involved with it because you know you might think I'm being disrespectful. True. You can think I'm being disrespectful because I'm looking you directly in your eyes. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, you can think I'm being disrespectful and inattentive because I'm not looking at you. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, that's true. You know, and, and, and you might think yeah, I'm being Native disrespectful. Native Americans don't do, children don't look look adults in the eye. You, well, you know, Native American culture. You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you, you we all kind of speak this... Um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, I'm losing the word. Pebble English. Mm-hmm. Because we're African American, but we don't speak the King's English. That's true. That's and true. and, That's and true. in the past, mm-hmm. what our teachers did, mm-hmm. they taught us how to code switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, we don't we we don't teach we don't teach that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. consequently, early on, when you were talking about mm-hmm. the mama that might come up to the school mm-hmm. and she's upset because you you 
you've uh, called her to come up and bake, mm-hmm. or you said exactly. something to her child. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, what happened was the family, the school, the preacher, and everybody else in the network taught you how to coach, which are some of the stuff that you did well, you outside know, of back in back in those days. Everybody knew everybody. But you, you know, know, I, I, I know what George is talking about because it happened to me. What but, but Bobby, I grew up in DC. Everybody didn't know everybody. You, well, here you in Tulsa, everybody knew yeah. everybody in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Tulsa being a smaller net, DC is a big market. But yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma, everybody, I knew your daddy. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I knew him. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, Mr. Johnson. But, I knew everybody knew everybody in this community of but, Tulsa, but Oklahoma. But you have now come to where we were. You know what I'm saying? Well, and to... even, but even, even, even when you didn't know the people, you knew what the expectation was and you knew that you well, had see, to One thing I can realize about, you know, in, in Tulsa, you can't compare it to a big city because we have a small network. They say it's about 65,000 black people here, 33,000 mm-hmm. probably in District 1, and everybody else spread out uh, mm-hmm. south or uh, Bigsby, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And we have a small community here. But back in those days and those times, it everybody was wasn't every, it was everybody wasn't out in Bigsby and Broken we Arrow. One we were specific run. area. Hey, I knew who went to Central. Mm-hmm. I knew all your sister and all of them. I tried to talk to her. Anyway, I you know, I knew them all over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they knew us over at Anderson. Yes. I went to Anderson, but I knew Carver people. That's I lived true. right up here, Carver, right down the street. It was a close knit community. Mm-hmm. Your daddy could grab me by the by, by the backside and tie me up and call my daddy, and he could get me too. Mm-hmm. It, that's how close it was. Yeah. And, and you know, when it was close, and then we always expected to that we would end up in high school together, even yeah. if we didn't go to the same elementary, middle right. school. You thought you we, we were we were going to end up coming together at some point in our education. What's them broke it up. Broke it in. They divided. They they took that castle and destroyed that culture mm-hmm. and all that rah 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 for hornets and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they yep. they, they killed it. But a number, you know, they destroyed a, a number it. of yeah, things did. happened, and it was a systematic move yeah. because you know you 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 know we have always from the time we got off the boats, mm-hmm. from the time we mm-hmm. got off the boats. We have always, even when we were around people who could did not speak the same language, our culture was such that we could still communicate and pick up elements because we had similar elements, even though the dialect mm-hmm. might be different. There, mm-hmm. there were certain symbols that were were germane to exist today. Which yeah, it, it, it exists today. today. It's, it's in a fragmented sort. It does, mm-hmm. and there is. A move to put things back together. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to work real hard. You know, to one do thing that, I say but... about one thing I say about Tulsa. And this is I'm a man who uh, did a lot of traveling and did mm-hmm. all this stuff. Been to D.C. and been to mm-hmm. all of these places. And I come back home to my hometown, and I look at it and I say, you know, we really don't have a ghetto. There's no, no, there's no ghetto in Tulsa, yet. Oklahoma. We have impoverished areas, mm-hmm. but we don't have a ghetto. Yeah, no, it ain't no tent city, cardboard houses, mm-hmm. uh, old broke down SUVs and stuff like. We don't have that now. If you go to some of the other cities, no, you'll see know. a real ghetto. Mm-hmm. You know, and but the thing about it is, they say a lot of homeless people 
move to are moving to Tulsa because they can get three square meals a day here. We're gonna feed you. Going you can eat here in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. If you can't do nothing else, you can uh, go find you some food. I call it fly paper. Yeah, fly that's paper. What, that's what I you call You know, it. and so the school the school system, you know, I've been over went over to McLean and they say some of those kids don't get a, a breakfast in the morning and some of them are tired, some of them are coming that's late. At the at elementary level. Coming come too. yeah, coming to school late. You know, missing the first few hours. They don't wake up till 12 noon because they've been up all night long Mm -hmm. uh, on Netflix and and chat room, Snapchat and all that stuff. And And some of them are working, too, because I'm going to give it. Working jobs? Working jobs. Okay. Some Some of them them have jobs and stuff like that. And and some of them have had other responsibilities because they have parents or they may be one parent that has to work. Or they have grandma at the house that ain't who's able to help somewhat. But at this, at, at this juncture, you know, maybe dealing with some dementia or some other things. Well, so they're, 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 they're having... All, all time. They have, some, mm-hmm. and, and the other thing, yeah, oh God, our children have never been allowed or perceived by this uh, majority, quote, I'm saying that in quotes, mm-hmm. uh, majority, as as children. Our children are seen as little adults. They are. In elementary school, on up mm-hmm. to our, our children are just throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Like they're not free to make a mistake. That, no, they're, yeah. not, they're not free to be children. Yeah, because that's not, one of the things that you do as the best teacher is learning from mistakes, and our children do get uh, judged harshly when they make make mistakes at very young age. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we, um, you know, we have a responsibility to them, and and you know the thing that concerns me, and and it's not just our children. Yeah, you know you find that with with a number of underserved children. Well, but Tulsa we, Public Schools has seventy nine seventy nine point three percent of all children in Tulsa Public Schools are considered economically disadvantaged. And and <laughs> as we know that, that um, let's see, was it last year we had thirty six. Um, thousand students in the system, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now we're down to what thirty or thirty-one. Okay, I don't know so, what it is this so year, but I know so they've lost. It, some. It, it, they've lost quite a quite quite a few, and I think it's 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 between thirty and thirty thirty-one thousand students. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, um, it, some of that could be that 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 um, the kids aren't the young people, and I'm not going to call them kids. Kids are Billy goats. The young people um, may not be engaged with this, you know, the distant learning process, which is difficult. Mm-hmm. But with this this pandemic, you know, heaven forbid we send them back in a situation um, mm-hmm. because if if we can recall last um, that last budget situation when twenty million they had a twenty million dollar shortfall, mm-hmm. quite a few of the custodial people. Well, and and the campus police, which I don't think we have to have a police state either, but okay. quite quite a few of the um, custodial uh, population was uh, either not replaced or let go. So mm-hmm. during during these times when you especially need um, those type of staffs for disinfecting consistently and all mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a dangerous thing. For well, the they're going to put that off on the teachers probably. But you can't teach and do that. There's, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way that you can teach and disinfect at the same at the same, same time. time. You cannot 
you you, you can't do it. <laughs> Even if you and with elementary but school But I don't kids, think I honestly don't think we're gonna get back to to school until me personally. We should probably hold off, and that's one of the uh, hold off until actually the uh-huh. twenty one twenty two year, and that's one mm-hmm. of the things that I think we're going to have to address and start addressing it now. Is what do we do for this achievement, this this lag in achievement that's going to happen? It's well, going, it's it's, it's 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 coming. <laughs> well, you know, one of the the things I have always stated was that, you know, you had summer vacation set up because. Basically, it was an agrarian uh, society, and people had to go pick crops and all that. Well, the mm-hmm. children are picking, mm-hmm. picking crops and so forth. Now, Fall so we, break, need, we, need, we need consistent education. And, and with this situation as it is, um, what do you think uh, about the idea of um, year-round school? You might, you might have to consider something Yeah, year-round like school. Yeah, you with know, all this going on. Especially, you mm-hmm. know, because we already know how mm-hmm. far we were behind yeah. before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So um, with it's the pandemic, true. you especially are going to have to make some, what I, what I like to call gangster movement, <laughs> to, get, to get back on, yeah. on top, you know. But, yeah, and, and, right. and, 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 the, and the thing, too, is mm-hmm. that you, you've got to go where people are mm-hmm. to you bring do. them forward. Yeah, you do. Well, hey, we're going to take a short pause for the calls, and we're going to come <laughs> back. And continue on our conversation. If you want to call in, you can dial 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. You're on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. What's up, y'all? This is Charlie Wilson. And you listen to K-Bob, 89.9 FM, Bobby Eaton Show. Searching for ways to grow your business? Or perhaps you would like to invest in Tulsa's African-American community? The Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hey, it's Denise with Addie Mae's Food for the Soul, where we cater to vegan, Presbyterian, and everyday sultry soul food. We have Meatloaf Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Chicken Meat Wednesdays, Turkey and Dressing Thursdays, Fish Fridays, Barbecue Saturdays, and Sundays is our sultry soul food. We're located at 5266 North Peoria. You can contact us with call-in orders at 918-845-2989. And we also deliver with DoorDash. Hope to see you soon. How to order chicken wings. Number one, find a good wing spot. I know a wing spot. Max Wings. Number two, decide if you want a combo or if you want to order a la carte. Huh? What's that? Well, combos come with chicken, veggie sticks, fries, and a drink for a discounted price. A la carte means that you order each item separately. Ah. Okay. Three, decide if you want bone-in, boneless, or cauliflower wings. And then determine the delicious flavor you want on your wings. 
I didn't even know cauliflower had wings. You learn something new every day. Have you been to Max Wings? Yep, yep, Max yep. Wings is located at 782 East Pine Street in Tulsa. We're open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Friday and Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Come to Max Wings, home of the dry rub fry. Hello, Tulsa. This is Janetta Cole with Sunday Dinner and More by Janet, your weekend soul spot. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. We're located 531 East Apache in the historic Apache Circle Center. Of course, during these times, it's carry out only, but you can call 918-951-5143. That's Sunday Dinner and More by Janet. Okay, speaking of Janet, hey, I'm I'm gonna give away a gift card right quick. A Walmart gift card. Again, that's a Walmart gift card valued at $25. Compliments of uh Sunday dinner at Janet's. Uh, call in. All you gotta do to the first caller that calls 918-856-3873. Again, that number is 918-856. 3873, a $25 Walmart gift card. So call in right now. You're going to get that. All right. Still got to pay some bills, so stick around. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment, and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. All right, we're back here on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Hey, we got a great show going on. Uh, you can dial that number, 646-716-5525. And don't forget to press that one button. Hey, I'm giving away that gift card. You better call in, $25, $25 if you're out there. Once again, that number is 918-856-3873. Marsha Francine Johnson. Yeah, I got to get I got to get myself yeah, together. For District 2. For District 2. School board representative. Right. Representing the people with teaching experience That's under right. my belt. Right. I think education should come from the with the needs of the people who actually do the mm-hmm. jobs. Mm-hmm. Teachers should be influencing more decisions that are being made mm-hmm. in the classroom because they directly, they know what works in the classroom. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about that classroom. And getting those students to learning and enjoying uh, the let learning me, process. Let me ask you guys, what do you think is our biggest challenge uh, when it comes to educating our children? Because they say their attention span is very short nowadays. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's true. Or I'm not a teacher, but you guys are in the classroom. 
and you're around these children, you know. So is that a factor? Well, I think there are a lot more distractions. I think the technology can be very distracting. Uh, attention spans are probably following pretty theoretical models of brain development. And uh, we may spend a lot more time um, giving children uh, freedom when we need to begin to discipline their minds so that they can set through 20 minutes of instruction. You know, and you do do instruction, you give them, you model, you, then you give them opportunities to actually apply what they've learned. Mm -hmm. And that's not, you know, it's not like they're sitting in a classroom for 45 minutes, listening to somebody talk. Mm -hmm. And that's what you do when you go to college. Mm -hmm. But in, in elementary school, you, you make sure that the time that you allot to instruction is appropriate for the age. Well, aside from that, you know, there are, we have to understand that there are more than one mechanism of intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, and people learn different ways. Mm-hmm. And what we are uh, doing, our, our children basically are, are not structured to sit and, and, and remote learn. And when you start talking about you talk about children's attention span. Children learn more when they see themselves. So if you you got them using materials where they don't really see themselves, or or even with your music. Now, I, um, I bought my grandkids some. Um, I bought it for me actually because I wanted to be able to use it. But there's a program, Gifted and Lit, Lit. Mm-hmm. And they use hip hop, and they're dealing with Spanish and science and math and reading and all of those things, phonics, all of those types of things. But it is in such a method that the kids, you know, they have movement and the kids can get in because kids can get into that. You can sit to most of these kids, they think you can pick a, a two year old up and they can sing songs mm-hmm. and, and the words mm-hmm. of things, you know, but it's, but it's, the mechanism. So if I'm coming at you with a uh, a rope model of learning, and it's straightforward and it's geared towards you sitting in a chair and reading, well, you may not all at once be able to understand math, but if somehow you can get with the the gym teacher who can 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 show this kid how they're using algebra to shoot a basketball or mm-hmm. a baseball or, or whatever, or even in music, in, 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 in singing and so forth. If you can incorporate, if everything is geared around a lesson plan mm-hmm. and it all fits in together, you have different ways. That's and that then, interdisciplinary right, approach. approach. And then mm-hmm. understanding that, that, you know, one of the, the, the best teachers I ever saw, I really didn't didn't have a desk. He wasn't at a desk. He just stood up. He was mm-hmm. up all the time, and he was he would would pick up on what the kids were mm-hmm. naturally good at and mm-hmm. try to try to pull out things from them. And and if we ever understand that we have something to give to the children, but the children are also giving us something. So you know it's a it's a, it's a it's a two way process. It's not um, just uh, 
uh, um, here that I've been to the unit because the universities really aren't training teachers mm-hmm. uh, to be culturally astute or even um, really to to stay updated on 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 the latest with education. And then we have to get past these buzzwords and expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, right? You know, first everybody was talking about equity, 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 equity. Mm-hmm. Could never really define that because mm-hmm. I asked the question all the time. Are we talking about dividing this five dollars? Are we trying to bring up this part of the system to be where it should be with the, the rest of? Yeah. You know, so that you know those things have to have to be. Now everybody's talking about trauma, 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 trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, but in examining trauma, because you hear a lot of that uh, right now, that's the buzzword. Everywhere you go, people are talking about trauma. Mm-hmm. But they're not looking at systemic trauma imposed on people. They're not uh, looking at um, um, the external forces. They're looking at that there's trauma in the individual and there's trauma. The trauma is coming from the family mm-hmm. versus looking at if you're going to look at trauma, examine it from a holistic um, yeah. standpoint. So, you know, including going to school, right. coming to school and. One of the most traumatic things that happened to me during uh, uh, the ninth grade, I went to Horace Mann, and I was the only black child in the classroom. And so they asked me to describe some. They put on a little skit, and we had to use our own words to describe it. And uh, so I said that Paul popped Perry with a rubber. And culturally, (laughs) rubber was, you know, I wasn't, I had no idea what a condom was. They knew what the students in the classroom knew what a condom was. So when I said rubber, they just all sniffed. You're thinking like a rubber band, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking a rubber band from a paper route. Mm-hmm. You know, you got rubbers, you got a bag of rubbers over there for the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And the trauma of even sitting in a classroom when you're being laughed at, and even the teacher is laughing at you. And everybody in the class, and you're the only black in that class. And you, and you, so the holistic, and I hear what you're saying, the holistic nature that we have to look at all aspects of things that cause children to shut down from learning. Well, sure, and like I said, and that could have shut you down right there. But see, that that goes back to what I was speaking to earlier about we speak pigeon English. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been here, Mm -hmm. but there's still, but there's still. But there's still Africanisms in our in our speech, just like the Hispanic, a lot of the Hispanic folk and the Native folks, mm-hmm. the Asian folks, poor white folk. Mm-hmm. You know, they speak in pidgin English too. Mm-hmm. But but so when I'm saying things, we we may be hearing totally different things. Like you gave that example, mm-hmm. you know. But those those are things you have to understand, and those impact someone's ability to uh, pay attention. Yeah, this if isn't had, for me. If this, had, this environment is not for me because they're, they're, this is where I can expect to go and be uh, my esteem to be shot down. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you're not speaking my How language. was that for you, Francine, over there, being in a predominantly white school and you're like the only... How many blacks <laughs> I was over member, there? I was, it was 27 black kids that had to go from that deep Greenwood area onto Horace Mann. Mm-hmm. And I was a member of the Black Panther Party at the time. Oh, my goodness. And I had my buttons and my newspapers. I was traumatized by that one incident, but I remember one time the principal, assistant principal, called me in on a Friday 
to have to, to his office. He didn't call my parents, just called me in there. Mm-hmm. Told me I had to stop selling those Black Panther papers and doing that stuff out of my locker. Really? And so, yeah, so mm-hmm. I told him, because, of course, I've been reading my paper and understanding I have rights, too. Mm-hmm. I told him that if that's the case, then the Girl Scouts can't sell They're Girl cookies. Scout cookies. cookies. Right. And so on Monday, when we got this, made the morning announcement, there will be no further solicitation of any kind in the school building. Oh, so they shut it all that, down. I just shut it all down. But hard, it was it was very... Different. I think I just shut down totally at 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 Horace Mann because culturally they weren't addressing me. Uh, I didn't. My self esteem was being shot down, and I had classes where I was the only black in the classroom. I was just like, and I'd sit in the back of the classroom, and I can't remember that I learned anything other than watching the watching their mouths move and wishing the day would hurry up in the end. Except Bobby Johnson. Johnson, Bobby Booker Johnson was there. And if it had not been for her being there, I probably would not have made it through the ninth grade mm. because she was, you know, she's a black she black woman and she was a library. No, she was my business machine teacher, typing teacher. Mm-hmm. And so she, it was just, she would come for me and then Miss McCondishy. There was a McCondishy, mm-hmm. I think she was a McCondishy there that was a librarian and they sort of gave you a little bit of comfort so that you know that at least you had somebody you, that you could be safe with. Mm-hmm. But everybody else was like these strangers. Ooh, the white world, huh? Yeah, and it was very, very um, disheartening. And it was disheartening for us when we go to the prom and, you know, we have to, that kind of thing. It was but just you know, not a good good thing. On, on the it wasn't cultural. Of, no, yeah. not, it wasn't cultural. They mm-hmm. didn't relate to me. I didn't learn what I, I I could have learned. They never reached out to my parents. Those are the kinds of things that I think they in, never reached in, out actually, to you, huh? Yeah, in, in fact, well, they reached out, told me I couldn't sell my paper. Mm-hmm. You and, were too radical for them. Oh, That's what that was. But aside, mm-hmm. aside to from, the system. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from that, you know, volunteering on the elementary level, I have worked with. Um, uh, kids from the South Pacific, Hispanic kids, little white kids, and, and African-American students as well. And when a child doesn't quite understand, if you're paying attention to the child, you can see that they're getting lost in the process. Mm-hmm. And and you really have to, um, have to, you know, be able to uh, be perceptive enough to, 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 um, speak to the child but you know mm-hmm. that you know our, our 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 teachers they 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 have quite a burden yes they do they they really have quite a burden because i don't believe the teachers have the support that they need mm-hmm. to function and, when, and those that speak out uh and and question oftentimes in this system historically have been penalized and i'm not just talking about the african american teachers mm-hmm. i'm talking about the Teaches white, black, purple. Mm-hmm. You know, you, um, you yeah. you're not allowed to question, and 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 with that type of attitude, uh, and 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 with the um, the lack of appreciation for the different methods of learning, the different intelligences. Mm-hmm. I, I have a a little girl that I've I've worked with for a couple of years in elementary school, 
has difficulty reading. She really does. But, man, that child is a gifted artist. And, I mean, that gift comes from God. That's something she's born with. This is nothing she can draw, anybody, huh? It's nothing that anybody has mm-hmm. has has taught her. Mm-hmm. You know, she has a gift. But through through pushing that art, you know, it encourages her to keep trying to um, accelerate her her ability to read. And mm-hmm. but if I'm not seeing myself in a book and I'm looking at some of this stuff that you know we in the first grade reading about the War of eighteen twelve and all this other nonsense. Um, it, it, it's difficult. It's almost um, like the system imploding. And I and and I and I say all the time that the cotton has already been picked. <laughs> the the factories have been shipped over to China and mm-hmm. Bangladesh mm-hmm. and India and all these other other places. So you know, there's there's no real impetus young people to be able to participate mm-hmm. and um if if you don't have incentives for them you know yeah that's a this that's a, that's part of what i noticed happened that uh, happens in high school the children are asking why do i have to learn this because i know what i have to look forward to because a lot of times the children aren't really up to, they're not college ready. We're lucky if we have 2% of our students ready for college and careers, and they they feel like they're wasting time, that this is just, you know, I, I have no other hopes but fast food. I might be lucky if I get a job in the grocery store or Walmart, mm-hmm. and uh, that. That they're not going to college. They're not going to college. Well, no, not like they used to. Which, which brings, up, a, which brings up another point. We have a smaller group of children here in, in these communities going to the technical schools where they can learn trades and mm-hmm. so forth since that was taken out of the school. Well, yeah, you know, a, lot, a lot of kids are uh, staying at home now longer. Mm-hmm. You know, they stay at home. They don't. They Brown don't. Folks I are remember when, home longer. You know, when we used to. This guy said, "Kids, kids in general really are staying home." Because uh-huh. when we were coming out, you turn eighteen, you graduate, you was ready to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. you was ready to get out in the world. But yeah. now they staying at home till they twenty five. And that's because in. they don't. They can't. Pro- they can't go out and find jobs that would pay them enough to to be on their own. But I'm gonna go back to uh, the um, the preparedness, the the being ready for. For for the college and career, okay. Because when we get out of when our children are graduating, if only two percent of them are ready, what happens with all of this Oklahoma promise, Tulsa achieves, is that the children go on to get into take advantage of these programs that's going to help pay for it. They have to do remediation, mm-hmm. and they if you go to Langston University, OU, TCC, wherever you're program is and you have to remediate Oklahoma promise will not pay for it Tulsa achieve will not pay for you to remediate once you get to the to the junior college but see that that too speaks to uh, the problem because you know from 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 uh, pre-k to third grade you're you're uh, learning to read the fundamentals the Mm -hmm. fundamentals but from the fourth grade up you're reading to learn. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't, if you haven't grasped that process, and if you're not getting that reinforcement, 
mm-hmm. you know, um, the, then then the foundation isn't set for you to be able to um, and, do it. And, and 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 we truly, we really and truly need some programs in our community with the churches and the organizations to um, to to really. But work they used happen, to do that. They used to do it in the in the school building. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I want to know is where did it, where did this system become broken? You know, as a high school teacher, we're setting up and you're looking at us telling us, oh, you're in trouble, you're in trouble. I said, but we were in trouble when these children were in the third grade, uh-huh. not when they got to the ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. We were, they, they, the trouble started when they were allowed to reach the third grade without having fundamental skills. They don't teach math after fifth grade. They teach you reading to the third, read to learn after that. And then they teach you fundamentals of mathematics up until the fifth grade. But once you get to the high school, they're not going back telling you two plus two equals four. But to see the the picture. Right. But two, I think the problem is in, in our schools, if we had horizontal and vertical communication going on mm-hmm. um, with our teachers in the system, you know, mm-hmm. like if in in um, this in, in in this district here, mm-hmm. if if there was a regular communication that went on with the teachers, you know, the elementary teachers, the teachers in the middle school, and so mm-hmm. forth, to mm-hmm. to 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 try to collaborate. If the teachers were used a little more, I think. In developing uh, yeah. strategies mm-hmm. instead of they make decisions programs. from the top down and they don't do enough of the from the from the trench, from the from the where the learning is occurring with the student and the teacher mm-hmm. and, and allowing the teacher to come in and affect the decision that's where uh-huh. the decisions should be based on the input of teachers and right. that's not where it's happening and another thing that happens is when we when since I've been in the, in the 17 years that I taught, I had four superintendents. Yes. So four superintendents. It was uh, Thompson, Zawalski, Ballard, Ballard. then Gist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And with each superintendent comes a new philosophy. And that, so what the old superintendent had, because mm-hmm. I know we did the magnet school programs under Zawalski, mm-hmm. the Tulsa uh, Tulsa School for Science Technology and the Magnet School programs came under that, and that was the training you for your job. Mm-hmm. The Magnet Schools that they that really weren't Magnet Schools, right? Then, uh, and then on top of then on top of that, you put into since we're top down. If I go ahead and get my administrators and don't give my administrators more than three years in the building. Yeah. I, I won't even name how many principals I've had yeah. in the uh, time that mm-hmm. I've been there. So, and well, therefore, then you get teachers who don't stay. My Miss Johnston taught me science in elementary school, but Miss Johnston also taught my dad. Yeah, and if you're in there long enough, you begin to you develop relationships with families and right. children, so that children in the long run will. You, you you have as a teacher an an expectation of what you're going to be reaching out and what you're going to be dealing with with in these homes. So when you show up at the house, you know they know who you are because yeah. they've mm-hmm. seen you before. Right. We don't you know parent teacher conference. You better come up here and check on little Bobby. Yeah. He's up here cutting up. Yeah. yeah. And then they come on up there and straighten Bobby out and then. 
and it, and it, it is not a problem. You know, it's not. That's always, yeah. But the other thing, the other thing is, you know, you you as a teacher, and I'm speaking about you as a teacher, taught with a team approach. You looked at your families as a team, part of the team, mm-hmm. and the mission mm-hmm. was to educate that child mm-hmm. because we wanted that child to become uh, productive. Mm-hmm. A member of society, mm-hmm. and and that's what you want to see as on the school board. Mm-hmm. You want to do your part to. You, the, the bottom line is that the children are the future. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. concerned about the future, mm-hmm. and we have children and the first. Yeah, and the and, children and the parents. The the and it's not just the teacher in the school building. It's about the community. It's right. about the fam- family right. as well, and they have to actively and, take. And, and, the other right. the other thing is that there are a lot of people that are part of the education process. I mean, you got all of those support people in the building, from the custodian mm-hmm. to the ladies in the cafeteria, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. to the teacher too. teachers assistants, to the nursing a clinical uh, nurse aides, a clinical assistants, clinic assistants, the secretaries. All of those people play a part, and it is important that um, the district recognizes the value of all of those people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the thing. That's the reason I'm, do you I'm think that's not the, happen? Do you think that's not happening I don't today? think it happens. I don't think it happens. That they include enough. all of those people who are important. No, not like they used to. Mm-hmm. Not like they used to. When we were going under the Ellis Walker Woods system, mm-hmm. under, the, under, mm-hmm. the, under the castle, as yeah, you Yeah, the castle. We were, uh, everybody was a teacher. And that's when when I'm talking. I remember with the my janitor support, used to be support staff. Yeah, he, the janitor used to be as important and as they, a teacher. That's right. You know, and back said, in those days, just as important. It, set examples, and they would mm-hmm. tell you and teach you things as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 woman in the cafeteria would teach she you would. how, mm-hmm. how what, why you had to eat your vegetables mm-hmm. and and, nu- and would talk nutrition to you mm-hmm. just as. Or why you didn't eat your food? Yeah, you well, know. Mm-hmm. they walk around looking. Hey, why come you didn't eat all them green beans? Yeah, and stuff, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. So. Oh yeah, so it, it's very, very important. That's how I got I got on on uh, Marsha Francine Campbell Faida's mm-hmm. bandwagon because she does recognize the importance of that okay. and that she, her concern is for under underserved children. Mm-hmm. And when you address the needs of the underserved, which are uh, African-American, they're Native American, they are his, uh, Hispanic X, or, or, and I had, or Latinx. I hate to call mm-hmm. that government, the government created that Hispanic, and I think that's too general a population, I mean, too general a statement talking about a group of people. Um, they're, they're poor white people, mm-hmm. you know, these are underserved people in this community. Everything is based on a middle uh, class, middle and class. we're not too clear on what middle what they mean by middle class. But I, I think it's based on a corporate model. And um, when you've got um, um, corporate entities who want to engage in the education process, and the research is showing that they're not doing any better than anybody else, but but funneling money out. You know, those are, you know, issues that, 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 you know, you have to address. But the basic, the basic understanding is that if the public education system was doing what it was supposed 
to do, do mm-hmm. that would be a moot issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you think they falter? I mean, where is uh, Dr. Gist and them falling short? I'm just going to, I'm just asking the straight up question. Where is the school system, Tulsa Public Schools, where are they falling short? And what areas are you think that they're mainly just like, they're not concentrating on this enough. They need to really work on this. Yeah, why do we have so many failing schools? Mm-hmm. And, and and how is that acceptable? You know, because and- <laughs> because, because what it, if you look at it, they say across the United States, if you're not building schools in your community, then your community is not growing. No. And, and it is and, not growing. So all of these schools that you're closing, and then everybody's grabbing them and turning them into charter schools and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that your community is not growing. You're not multiplying. You're not, you know, you, you don't have enough people. In I the think com- we, well, we got eight eight charter schools eight, in, in, our district. in our district. And at one time, we didn't have not one. Mm-hmm. You know, so those schools were full of people and people going to school there, you know, but you don't most, have them no more. Yeah, right? most of the most of the elementary schools and they are fo- uh, focused on college and career, preparing mm-hmm. kids for college and career, but Part of the problem with charter schools is the exclusionary practices mm-hmm. that leave, you know, I can pick and still pick and choose who gets to come here. And mm-hmm. so you back to the public school system if when you don't fit, if you don't fit your grid. Yeah, well, it's important. Children can't take that. Yeah, kind of and it's, an, it, it, it's important. If it's important, it's very important that our kids receive education and that they be successful. And be nurtured and um, prepared for the future, and and I think one of the problems that I, I see um, basically is that you know you can raise an issue with the with the the board at the meetings, and um, they may be looking at their phones or or doing Not one thing on the dish, and they don't respond to you. Mm-hmm. So that that um, uh, thank you for your statement, but but you don't you don't really get a response. They haven't really heard what you're saying, right? Okay, okay. And it shows in the numbers of the assessments and the growth, the academic growth, because they're not paying attention, and that's not good. And and you have to 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 yeah. um, I you know um, for me, I I just wonder about. I wonder about. I look at all of the. It, 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 to me, it, there seems to be a lot of top-heavy things going for the results that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of consultants that are used, and most of them come from somewhere else. But what what are the end results of the of 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 the um of the um the of the process? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm you know. You know, and I don't, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that um, uh, Doctor Gist does not care about the children. That is not mm-hmm. what's being said. I'm not saying that the board members don't care about the children, but there's something wrong with the process. A disconnect. It's not. It's not aligned. It's not aligned. Well, that's a and, heavy. It's a heavy position and, to be in. And 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 you know, one thing that I have noticed that's different when you look. You know, when when before the pandemic, when you had the board meetings and you had they give you the agendas and so forth, you know that sometimes things are, are, are 
you know, if you look at, listen to to Joe Madison on Sirius Radio, he, he has a phrase about put it where the goats can get it, you mm-hmm. know, so break it down in simplistic terms so we can see what you're talking about. Um, that doesn't happen a whole lot, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a disconnect in there and um, I, um, we need... We we you know what I, I need I think she uh, if this is the way I feel I feel like we need to stop and look at first of all readjust and find out what works I mean not find out what works but go to a point where we were finding some successes and 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 adjust what is it that what do we really want we want every school to be you know we have these high ideals of what we want but we don't even realize. Uh, you, you can't. You have them. You have the theoretical frameworks without the practical application. That's so they, in other right. words, I can give you, you theory all day long. You, you can't walk the talk, and 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 that is something that really has to happen. And and then you have to 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 wonder. You know, um, when you raise questions about how funds are going, sometimes a lot, of, oftentimes, uh, when that question comes up. It's some philanthropist that 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 is sponsoring one thing or another. So you don't really get the nuts and bolts. That's 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 the the answer. You know, you know, you know, you know what I think. But if you let me let me say one thing, history tells you. (laughs) Here I go for another um, uh, another book. But there's a book called the um, entitled the 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 white architects of black education mm-hmm. and it and it looks at that whole process of when um all the way back to when we first started mm-hmm. we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. them from mm-hmm. from um the freedom movement of uh, uh emancipation and so forth mm-hmm. but it well, looks at but that. back to the school system i'm th- I, you know now this is just me talking mm-hmm. i think People and public don't know enough about what's going on with the school system, with the school district. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why when you have those meetings out there, mm-hmm. you only got the same people probably coming all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. The same old people, just like a town hall meeting that we right. may have over here. It's always because people don't utilize, I'm saying the media, TV, uh, radio stations, letting everybody know. Uh, what's going on? There's a meeting on Tuesday at six o'clock. We don't see black people. We don't utilize media at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got to say, the reason I say that is because we don't understand it and we don't utilize it. I'm not just talking about my little radio station right here. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about black media in general mm-hmm. for black issues. Mm-hmm. You know, once but- you get a, once you attach yourself to media sources, then that's just more. I can draw more people. Uh, by talking on this radio station that'll sit and listen then a town hall meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, people will listen because you have to use we don't, under, we don't understand media. Your format. The format that you well, have. It's not, necessary. It's, not it's, it's media. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Oklahoma Eagle, Black Wall Street Times, Greenwood Tribune, uh, Eaton Media Services, Tulsa Star. This is a, these are black media sources 
that black people don't but, use and but, don't understand. But Bobby, for the most part, you keep saying black, and I'm, I'm gonna have to stop you with that because right. it's not just black people. Mm-hmm. It's not just black people. The majority of the people are not uh, put, uh, participating in that, and I and I think a lot of it has to do, especially, and I'm just talking about format now in the school board system. Well, I know it's not black people. I know that. But, 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 well, I, but I, 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 I get that part. I, 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 I'm interested in my people and what's right. going on, how right. we can get us. I'm talking about us. Right. Get us to that level. Right. Huh? But what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying here is that if if if, if you are in school board at a school board meeting and you're going down the agenda and you're looking at the items. And you know they'll do the special presentation, mm-hmm. and 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 the people will come up, and usually they they have their um, um, powerpoints or whatever they're calling calling those things now, mm-hmm. and and they're having they have the, usually the same faces of children on these things, a lot mm-hmm. of these things, mm-hmm. and 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 they're showing graphic stuff, but it's still not. There's so many variables that go into coming up with numbers and understanding those things and and the time is not taken to to draw you in to let you make you understand those issues and it's not like even you sitting there in the audience can really ask the questions there if you because i mean it's a program it's set up i mean you have to wait to citizens comments and then mm-hmm. your citizen comments on about that that's there Mm-hmm. You know, it's the format of the way it is. It's not set up for you. In fact, uh, at one point, you used to could ask questions and they'd answer them. But, maybe, but that, maybe that, that changed. Maybe that's where they need to uh, get uh, back, get to a, come to a, a process where there is more interaction between the constituencies of, uh, and the board members. You're basically talking can... about the presentation and what goes on in the meeting itself? Yes. Now, what I'm talking about, people just knowing about you even having a meeting. That's what that's what I'm talking about. That used to be you know, just just the average everyday blow Joe knowing that there's a school board meeting on Tuesday, Tuesday parent teacher conference. First yeah, I just her. I just a PTA meeting. PTA. Just, yes. I don't think everybody. I mean, I'm trying to get everybody. You, you have know, to today. You, today is technology, and you have to use media. Social mm-hmm. media is free. Yeah. If you put a get on social media and say we got a PTA meeting at uh, McLean, McLean uh, Tuesday it night. Ain't, it ain't nothing new about how you used to bring people to the PTA meeting. How they bring people to the PTA meeting in the past? They had programs. But this is not the past, is what I'm trying to tell you to get you to understand. It is not the past. You have to this we live in a technical age today. And everybody's on phones, everybody's on all this stuff. And if they don't see it there, they're not gonna understand it. It ain't like back in the day where we used to just hey everybody a PTA movie, Booger T uh go up there and we're gonna be on there Friday, I mean Tuesday evening. No, but Bobby, all all I'm saying is this. What are you saying? I'm saying that the fact of the matter is and I'm going back in the day because it's relevant, children were programs were developed that you had to bring your child up to participate in the program 
Uh, and then, you know, they did the, what, the 15 minutes of the PTA meeting. You saw your child on the program. You mm-hmm. you accomplished multiple things yes. doing that. Yes. And that was how, and that was how it was. I understand that, Miss Joyce, but th- that was then. Yes. I'm talking about now, today, 2020, we live in a technical age. You cannot go to war without your generals. The generals have to put the privates first, right? Mm-hmm. But if the generals are not informed, about the war, mm-hmm. then they're going to lose the war. They're going to start losing the war because they're not informed. And you have to, in 2020, you got to use yeah, these so, things. Sometimes I wonder, te- do they want to win? We, we're living mm-hmm. in such a technical age. Now, we don't want to change the template. Mm-hmm. You never change the template, but the template has expanded into a modern day 2020 a, 2020, uh, a day. And so, you can still hold on to old values. I'm old. I'm 66 years old, but but you have to adjust. You have I, to adjust. I'm not arguing with that fact at you all. Have to in, term, in terms of getting the word out, you're right. You, you have got to, to use the media. But the fact of the matter is, even if you have the media, if you don't have a format where you are engaging the children and the parents to to come, and that you yeah. can come don't don't try and have a PTA meeting. Don't they have a format to where when people come, they're going to talk about certain issues? I don't know. But yeah. it's the same people who show up. Yeah, and, and, that's and, and you, would have, the, and you would have more people. So you got to understand this. If you use media. But, but yeah, what you, well, if you use media. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a point. You that know, is, if you like use that. media, social media is free. Yes. That's what we do. We you advertise. It's free yeah. to let people know that you got a meeting on Tuesday at six o'clock. Post on Facebook, and then, and Instagram, it, and all of that stuff. And, that, and that's it, how people watching us right now. And, and, technology. and if you, if that's the case, then you might not even have to worry about going to the meeting to a meeting. You can just take care of the business on social media. You can because it's about communicating. I'm the just trying to get. We, I'm trying to get us to understand that and see. Sometimes what we want to do. And sit around and drink coffee around the conference table, uh-huh. which we need to still do that. But it's 2020. We're headed to 2021. Mm-hmm. I've seen a black president who I never thought I'd ever see in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know? And so times are brought about. And as the soldiers, the old soldiers die, and we become the seniors now, mm-hmm. then we have to know how to adapt to what's going on around us to well, connect with young people. I mean, that's, and that's what I'm saying. To what connect, we, in order to connect with young to, people. And the young people need to step up to say, what do they want? The young people who have children, the young people who have, uh, 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 have the babies in the, in the little strollers and stuff, they have to step up to, and tell us, what do you need to, to help you engage? How can we use this media to help you uh, engage with your child and their learning, and I, and that's a passion. You have passion. When you have passion, it it, it gets to you because you want to see us succeed. Yes, you want to see us succeed. And in order to succeed, we have to teach our parents to teach our children mm-hmm. because they're uneducated. Think so about that goes it. Back to take, it takes a village. You take a village because it takes you 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 impact the the parents of the children exactly. that you are interacting mm-hmm. with you do but, but but yeah and that and that's true but the, the fact of the matter is you have have got to have the child Structure. and the parent engage and you have to use the child to engage that's the right. parent and if come. you don't 
use the child to engage the parent, it's not going to happen. I and mean, that, and, and that's why you're saying because you're absolutely right. That's what used to we we would go to uh, the carnivals. They used to have carnivals. You go to the carnival mm-hmm. and take the kids to the festivals to the carnival or to go see them on program, and then the parent then you were engaging uh, the parent and the teacher in the school building communicating. But I'm hearing also what Bobby's saying as a as a media group, we're as underutilizing our media. No question about that. I know that for a fact, and no. I'm not just saying it because I got a radio station. Yeah. I'm saying it across the board sure. in general because we live in a technical mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. Yeah. and that's what the kid—that's where the kids and the youth are. Yeah, look at us—we packing around cell phones. We used to didn't pack around no cell phones. We just be around, and then we got a phone. You went to the little prince's phone, you know, whatever, and pick up the phone and just talked on it. Yeah, and now that, you can't leave your house and, without and, one. And this is going to bring me back to one of the terms that I have about it. It, uh, the the social media and cell phones in the school in the class even in secondary mm-hmm. all the children can't have their cell phones out and then you have I had one student came from Puerto Rico that girl was the top of the class she couldn't speak a bit of English she wasn't that fluent in English and so but she would use her phone and the computers in the classroom and she would use what she had in her her technology in order to uh, translate. Mm-hmm. And she moved straight to the top of the class. Um, and how do we maybe find ways to even bring media into helping developmental learning, the developmental to. skills, mm-hmm. to bring media in to teach lessons? The teachers and the administration have to engage in the technology to communicate with the kids. Right now, kids who have cell phones are on them as we speak. That's right. They're sitting on them as we speak. And mm-hmm. if, a, if a pop-up pop up on their page that is a school board meeting, oh, mama, they're having a PTA meeting at, <laughs> yeah, they're having a PTA meeting at McLean. Mm-hmm. Why? How do you know that? I just seen it on my phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we're. That's where we're. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about that. That's that's where we're. But you, you, like I said, you, you still got to engage that kid to get that parent up there. Well, and especially, and especially in the upper grades, it's harder in the upper grades, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. But especially, especially, especially hard, I think, for failing students. They're not going to tell their parents to go to no PTA meeting. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, if they be, grades are bad and all that, they ain't telling mama go up there and talk to them teachers. That's true. You know what I mean? But if they're doing good, a good uh, student like that who's got A's and B's and, you know, doing decent, he he or she may tell her mother and father that they got, but if their mother and father Usually don't. Usually they have good but, grades because their mother and fathers do show up. They do it right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's probably we, some we, of we, it. We yeah. still we still got to try to understand why the, why is the kid favored? You know. Yeah, it's a reason. It's a reason. There's You're a, right. A, I don't agree with you 100 you know. why, why is that kid failing? Mm-hmm. Is that kid maybe failing because they're staying up all night and sleeping during the class, during the daytime? Are they not doing their homework? I don't know. You guys are the professionals, and you know you, know, you see it. Mm-hmm. You've been around it. You know why, if why I kids. Don't, if, I don't, if I don't see myself and I don't understand and and I'm, and and and, and Foundationally, I'm not solid um, to be able to move on. And you, you got me. Um, uh, instead of let's say I'm in high school, and instead of maybe having me look at um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, body, 
Bobby. Um, Can you say Bobby? James James Baldwin <laughs> or James Baldwin or, or um, uh, one of the native or the Hispanic people. You know, mm-hmm. instead of reading about those things with an understanding of well, that's it, a curriculum. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, but so, so, I mean, but but it it all it all ties in. Yeah. And 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 right now, like I said, you, we're talking about parents. Most of these parents can't because of the system. These systems that they're using to uh, uh, give these kids. Most of these parents aren't equipped to teach these children. I mean, if I hadn't been in the classroom, there's no way in the world I could be helping mine, my grandkids. Yeah, you're right about with, that because a lot of parents don't know how having, to teach that curriculum. Oh, no, they especially can't, that, you know, that, that, that math. Math, they all know that. And that's another thing, too, when I think about mm-hmm. children on high school level. Parents will tell you, I didn't finish high school, and he's going to finish high school. This is, you know, You hear that, huh? You heard yeah, that, and huh? I, that's one of the things I wish we would do is we would open up our schools for parents. A parent. Mm-hmm. That you know, you have these school buildings that are underutilized. Mm-hmm. Why don't you open these school Night buildings school. up? Find money to, to educate and bring Night those school. parents back Night, in for Night their school. GEDs or mm-hmm. to go back to that old school well, that you can use that technology classroom well, to teach mechanics or to teach some skills that are fundamental well, to you, a trade that pays good money. Yeah, you, know, you look at, at, at principals like, like Miss Dixon. Mm-hmm. Who was here taken out of out of this community and put in your your district over there, mm-hmm. uh, and the way she has always found a way to engage parents and is doing it now with the Hispanic parents over there at uh, McKinley right now, you know. <laughs> so um, you know you had those jewels, and some of them. The the thing I'd like to see when you when you have these excellent teachers. <laughs> really touching kids, reaching kids. Um, and the only way they can increase their pay is to, to get promoted to the service center or administration. <laughs> you know, to me, that, that's a real issue. <laughs> teachers ought to be I able, think, you know, yeah. teachers ought to be rewarded to the point I, where they can stay I in the classroom and be financially I personally rewarded. think teachers should be one of the highest paid salaries on the planet. Beyond a teacher, doubt. they Beyond should be paid just like doctors and lawyers That's and right. all of them judges. They should be on that same level of pay That's because right. your ch- your child is with that teacher in that school most of the day. Right. You know, it's like the school, right. and you know, and and, and 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 you talk about teachers and seasoned teachers when you know we we get a lot of the teacher core and the the uh, teach, teach, for teach for America. Paying off dues, and, and I'm not saying all of them are like that because I have run across some who are really very, very good, uh, teachers, very good but... teachers, and very committed, right. very committed to our kids, mm-hmm. and you appreciate them. But but you really need to evaluate and and see what's happening, and and you know then you have some teachers who are there and they think they're doing a service, but it, it's really time for them to go. They've been there, they're, yeah. they're tired, they're frustrated, they're trying to pass you know, a torch, they, right? Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they, absolutely, and and. And, and I'm careful with that. Sometimes I, I'm not passing my torch. I light your torch right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it when it gets to a point where, you know, I I, I recognize or you brought it to my attention that I'm not able to do what I once did. Well, then it's time. A lot to pass a, a the lot torch. of them don't 
a lot of but seniors don't want to pass the torch at all. In, in Period. Anything. We, we want to, in nothing. We just want to hold on to it. The keys to the car and everything. Everything. Else. Yeah. You're right. But, but we don't want to pass that torch or take somebody up under our wing we, and, and train them up. You know, we, the way you can just let them go. That, we, yeah, that, we, we don't we do that. Fear becoming irrelevant. That's what it is. And that's and that's and that's well, the you know, basic. That's the basic. Key I tell my son because this mm-hmm. society. Does not value its elderly, mm-hmm. and then, like I said, we got a lot of elderly folks. Mm-hmm. That, 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 I tell, I tell, like uh, my son and Ramal and all them over here. Look, man, y'all better learn this stuff because Bobby gonna take a back seat, mm-hmm. and yeah. y'all gonna have to go on and keep running this thing, you know? Because uh-huh. I'm gonna be somewhere with a pineapple drink on a beach somewhere, yeah, the umbrella. Just <laughs> umbrella, you know what I mean? Chilling out and just smiling and grinning, yeah. you know? That's what I want to do, you know? But uh. Uh, you know, you gotta pay. You gotta prepare them to pass the torch. It's mm-hmm. like some of the pastors don't want to sit down in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. They want to stay there till they die. You know, you gotta train them. What did they say? Train up a child as he may go, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta prepare. Mm-hmm. And that 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 is something that we once did too. Yeah, we know? did. You know, because because you know um, you know after grandma and them couldn't work no more, then they kept the children in and and passed the culture on, kept the culture culture fluid, the family culture. Uh, we knew our family history, but we don't, we don't, uh, we don't know any of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's me. Yeah. yeah, but you know, we don't, do we? Mm-hmm. We don't. We just don't, oh, I don't know. We, maybe we'll get there one day. Yeah. You know, I'm just hoping that we get there because um, it's needed. And we just need to do what we need to do. Yeah. You know, with, with our youth, and, you know. Education is so, so very powerful. important, and, and and it and it touches everything. You yeah. Know? It touches everything, and and the family structure. It touches everything. Yeah. Well, you well the you start with the family. I mean, a mama gives birth, mama and daddy, and baby, baby. I I, I got a five-month-old grandson, and and it, it's amazing. You think that um, um, they they are just learning the environment and so forth. Now, I could be at the house, at their house, with 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 them, and he'll put he'll put up with me for a little while. But after a while, he's looking for his mom and his, or his daddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care what I do. Mm-hmm. It ain't it ain't good enough. Mm-hmm. So. You know, we know this, and in part of the process, we have to develop ways of knowing and recognize that these babies, even from the womb, have ways of knowing and build mm-hmm. upon what we do. We build upon those things, and we have to keep doing that. When our babies enter the school system, mm-hmm. our babies, I don't care if mm-hmm. they're white, black, purple, or, or but, pink. But the the difference is the ways of knowing. that little baby... By the time, sometime by the time they're two years old, they got one of these cell phones in their hand, and they know how to work them. They yeah. do. They know how. They're two years old and know how to. They know to work them better, work than, them better I do. than you do. And you be like, dang, they they're are. born. They're born and raised into this culture That's and fun. this environment of technology. Mm-hmm. I'm an old man. Absolutely. I had to get. I had to step my game up. Yeah. You know, because I'm around young people, and I'm saying, well, whoa, I need to, what is this you're doing here? Yeah. Show me what you're doing. But you know? Your brain is a sponge. It's a sponge. So you got to learn, you got to learn how to do all of that. 
as elders because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're going to be out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's going with you me just drinking that coffee well, and, watch, I just don't, and watching that price is right. I don't mind being out of sight and out of mind as long as they prepare to step up and take the torch. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and that's and it. We, we, uh, you got to pass that torch. I want to pass it, but I want but them we, to be competent yeah, but to, we, to handle it, know what to do thing. when they get it. We are we are part of that process. We mm-hmm. are We are... A part of that process, we are, and we have to accept responsibility. And you know, Bobby, I always say, mm-hmm. I think a lot of what happened was because you know, you're a part of the movement, I was a part of the movement. Francie, mm-hmm. you've been a part, but you're younger, well, but, she was in there but, too, but, yeah. But I know, but she's a little younger, mm-hmm. um, no, not that much. <laughs> has happened uh, to us in all of this process. You know, we we, <laughs> we were in the struggle, we were in uh, the movement, we were doing what we did. And then we came out and we got these good government jobs. We got these good uh, corporate yeah. jobs. We started, we started buying Nikes and mm-hmm. Nintendos and Ataris and all mm-hmm. of these things. All that stuff. We moved out of the community because the community no longer was good for and us. And that's where we're at now. Yeah, and, and we have just broken up our network. Here we have. And then and then on on the other hand on the other hand, we have somehow mm-hmm. what what um well, Malcolm, Malcolm we just got Malcolm a few minutes to say, couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. Mike Malcolm used to say we have forgotten that that uh strategies may differ but but we may we have to have the same ultimate goal. Mm-hmm, we do. And and right. that is something that we yeah. must work. So we got to work on. We got a lot of work to do. Yes, yeah. we do. Well, Francine, yeah. um, uh, Marsha Francine. Marsha Francine Johnson Campbell. That's a long one right there. I yeah. got to get that in my I, head. I want to say that the other last. Yeah, right. It's it die. You got another one, huh? Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. that's long. I just can't say it. So uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Mm-hmm. Coming here to the Bobby Eaton Show and share all this good information, mm-hmm. you know. And Miss Joyce, you know, we love you. You yeah. always been bringing it forever, yeah. you know, about coming up in here and you know sharing something, giving me all me thinking. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, but it's all good in the neighborhood. Yes, you know sure. what I mean. So I want to thank y'all for coming out. We're right welcome. at that hour right there. It goes by pretty fast. It does. You know, next thing you know, boom, we out of there. Okay. All right. I want to thank y'all, okay? All right. right. Thank you, Bobby. All right. Hey, you've been on the Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. We are taking donations here at Eaton Media Services uh, for Juice Radio Show and other things. Just stop by 1533 North Norfolk. Hey, and I'm giving away a gift card. Ain't nobody calling. Y'all don't want no $25 Walmart gift card. You know, you don't. You just don't own it, you know what I mean? So uh, you can dial the number. I'm going to give it one more last time. This is it for this evening, 918-856-3873, a Walmart gift card, $25. Hey, y'all better come get this money. All right, until the next time, we want you to take care, and you have a good one because you own the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way.
can't get no rest. Don't know how I work all day.